SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. Oh, good morning to you, South Australia. Good morning to you, Rebecca Morse. Um, it's definitely Friday. Look at the buzz. You've got a glow. I love Fridays. Mm. Yeah, we've made it to the end of the week. And a you, big um, day you had for a big us night. Today. Like, just like great night with James. No. You're glowing. No, you called me last night. I put you on speakerphone with my girlfriend, Abby. Yeah, oh, that's right. Of course. <laughs> I, had a I, of I rosés forgot about with that. My girlfriend, because, not my uh, husband. Yes, yes, I, I do recall. What were you two up to? <laughs> we just went down the beach. Oh, were you at a little beach club or something? No, we were just down at Henley. Were you, you just having a nice little uh, yeah. evening tipple? Yes, for a Thursday night. Right, just in a bar. <laughs> no, we weren't in a bar. We were at my where, where house. Oh, you're at the house, right. I just assumed, I didn't know. Um, hey, What's we spoke last week um, about my mum retiring after 32 years in the job at Mercedes College and then we got lots and lots of phone calls yes. about people talking about how long they or their parents or their grandparents had mm. been in a job. So I wanted to pay tribute to someone this morning who finished up after 37 years on Tuesday at Channel wow. 10. Uh, General Manager Frank Falosi, um was sadly made redundant by Channel oh. 10 and Paramount on Tuesday. 37 years. 37 years of loyal service. He Pretty was my amazing. boss for 14 years. Oh, poor bugger. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> I think I was one of his most challenging um, staff members, to be honest. Why could you just give us a little indication so we can get an insight because I'm learning more about you every day. Why would have it been challenging for Frank to have to oversee um, you? Because he was my big, big boss, I only used to go to him with big, big problems. Oh, when it really hit the fan. <laughs> and he'd see me coming and you could just see his face going, oh no. Give us a little oh, example no. of a big, big okay, problem. Okay, no, I'm going to give you a serious example of something I went to Frank uh, about. Yeah. And he did see me coming and he actually um, grabbed a box of tissues because I had that look on my face. And it was when um, I was working both ends of the day. Mm. I was at SAFM in the morning and I was going from SAFM straight to Channel 10. Right. So I was working like 5 a.m. to 7, 7.30 on, every just day. one second, mate. You got a violin? Oh, yeah, right. No, sure. no. And I know, I, hang on. I know you do the same thing, but you have a gap in the middle of the day. <sighs> no. Is that a violin? Kill that music. Sorry. It's not about me. It's about the fact that Bye. I went... <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me get this out. It's oh, about Frank. Yes. And I went to him and I sat down and I mm. burst into tears and I said, Frank, I'm exhausted. Uh, really? I actually, I'm not seeing enough of my kids. I yeah. actually, I can't do both jobs anymore. I'd only just, I'd been doing SAFM for maybe six to 12 months. So what? I couldn't give that up. I was, mm. And I just said, I can't, I'm done. I'm broken. Like, I, I don't think I can do this yeah. job anymore. And he said, don't make any rash decisions. Leave it with me. And he came back and said, um, I'd like you to consider working four days a week. You can take your long service leave on a Friday. Right. Um, and he let me work flexibly and it changed my life. It was, Brilliant. Yeah, and I will always be grateful for that. Um, and then about 12 months later, they sacked me and took the problem out of my hands. But now I couldn't be happier. My work-life oh, balance is great. I'm happy in my job. And I will always be grateful um, to Frank for finding that solution for me. What a good guy. Well, it sounds like he will pop up if he has that sort of consideration absolutely. for his staff. Which is what you'd want in a boss no matter where you are. Hopefully he will uh, land on yeah, his absolutely feet Absolutely he will. Role. He'll get snapped up because he's a wonderful leader. Um, but I do think that we hear a lot about bad bosses. You always hear mm. people complain about their bosses. So I think have a think today if, if you've got a boss who's allowed you to work flexibly or shown you some compassion or empathy, perhaps give him a little nod today because I think we sometimes take that for granted. I like that. Well done. Mm. Good on you, Frank. 37 years. Congratulations, Frank. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hey, it is Friday. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend, everyone. Um, this is when we look back before we go at um, the week that just was. <laughs> <laughs> Get a load of, Get a load of, Get a load of. Beck and Soda. Ah.
Get a load of these two troublemakers, eh? Another week down and we're still standing. Gosh, I love my work mum and my work dad. <laughs> what? Is that too weird? So as your yep. new co-host and uh, work wife, I want to okay. support... Is it what, too early to declare myself you, work wife? My work wife? Yeah. What does I that, move what, too quickly. What, <laughs> what privileges does that present for me? Same privileges my husband gets nothing. Same as mine. <laughs> yeah, look, Beck, I think it might be a little too early for you to start calling yourself the work wife. How's about we look at your still pending title of role model mother? I do take quite seriously the role modelling I do for my three daughters. That's very good, because that's actually what being a parent is about, isn't it? <laughs> I do take role models seriously with well, my kids. <laughs> you know, so I'm in the car, I've got my youngest, Frankie, who's 11, in the front seat, and I have a bottle mm-hmm. of clear liquid that I'm drinking from. Well, she says to me, Mummy, what's in the bottle? Mm. Is it gin? And oh. I said, it's water! <laughs> So she replies, deadpan, well, Mum, it's five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) No, no, no. Mummy says it's 12 o'clock somewhere. (laughs) Exactly. And what's your excuse now, Beck? It's literally before nine o'clock. But while we're on the topic of parents, low-key, how do you think the parents of Leo DiCaprio's new squeeze are feeling right now? This won't open up a bizarre can of worms. Leonardo DiCaprio's taste in very young women is back in the headlines after he was photographed sitting next to. So just linked to this stage, nine. 19-year-old Israeli model Eden Palani. There's also a bit of a rule, too, that it's okay to date someone. They can be half your age plus seven years. That's what I yeah. think, right? What age bracket would you be dating in? Be, be really interested in getting to know the person first, and I would see age. I'm not ageist, so I don't want to sit there and point a finger at people and say, just because you're a certain age, you can't do something. I mean, really? Is this what we're getting to in this world? <laughs> If I was no. a single man, why couldn't I date a 25-year-old? Because the 25-year-olds should be dating the 25-year-olds. Let them play in their own pool. What about if they've, and, got, and about if the... they've got daddy issues and I can fulfil them? <laughs> well, uh, oh, oh, my God. Oh, look at that. The, the bat phone's ringing. Uh, hello? Uh, Sarah from Gawler, is it? You've got some feedback about soda. Oh, my God. I had never listened to soda before um, because he was always on the old people channels. And Pooley Dooley, he's just amazing and he's a bit of a hottie. Well, Sarah, do I have good news for you. He's not ageist. Oh, God, aren't I frazzled now? Um, all right, where are we? Uh, Bex in a movie? All right, cool, just do the thing. There is a filmmaker in this town. His name is Pete Williams. He's making a film called Emotion is Dead. This film is being done all around South Australia. It includes great South Australian icons. <coughs> Ta-da. Any danger of me getting a role. Rebecca Morse is now starring in Emotion is Dead. Last time you were filming on Hindley Street. down Hindley. Short skirts, high heels. This guy crosses the road and says, what are you doing after? I think he thinks I'm a bit of a movie star. He goes, can I take what? you for a drink? No, I said I'm married with three children. He goes, I'm from Sydney. No one has to know. <laughs> Why is the show so horny this week? What is going on? Can we just clear up all the smut with a nice, clever joke? Preferably baseball-related. The Adelaide Giants, if you weren't aware, they've won the Australian Baseball League. First time in 43 years South Australia has brought the Claxton Shield back here, right? I wasn't even alive the last time they won it. Mm, not so <laughs> sure about that. I think you presented the last one, actually. You were drinking with the team when they won the last one. I was on third base. In 1980. <laughs> See, there we go. Nice and clean. and Unless Beck meant third base in the, the other way. But no, Zach, no. Save it for the weekend. See you next week, guys. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda.
Well, Beck, it has been a really, really rough time for everyone up in the Riverland, hasn't it, recently? Yeah, it has. We know that. It's been uh, top of the news bulletins for months now. Let's the do this. 2022 River Murray floods are reaching levels not seen in nearly 70 years. It's been a tough few months for our SA friends in the Riverland. The cause of all this water is that the Murray and Darling Rivers are both in flood at the same time. Flows are expected to reach 190 gigalitres of water a day, flooding more than 3,600 properties. At its peak, around 76,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools of water flowing across our border every single day. Well, flood levels across South Australia's Riverland region are expected to peak within the next 48 to 72 hours. Hundreds of tonnes of debris and gigalitres of water, an unstoppable force gaining pace by the day. Over 4,000 Riverland properties impacted by flood water, with more than 250 local businesses affected. Hundreds of River Murray shack owners are expected at a community meeting tonight. The SES delivering 70,000 sandbags and 50 tonnes of sand to the Riverland. Well, we were struggling before, now we're shut down completely, so um, I don't know how I'm going to survive that. South Australia's worst natural disaster in history. We don't fully know yet what the damage is until the water's received. So, you know, there are park benches floating around, roads being damaged, you, you name it. And now the clean-up will take even longer. Once it gets here, the levels are going to be raised uh, and it's going to affect all of the banks basically along the way. If it's going to be any more than a metre, there's probably no point in sandbagging and wrapping the house. We're probably better off just opening the doors and let it flow through. Our friends on the Riverland need a break, a night off, a laugh. SAFM's Beck and Soda are taking the laughs to the locals. Now, as a host of this show, it's a lot of pressure, and uh, I'll be honest with you, I've been looking out, and I have seen a few blank faces. It's one of the problems with intelligent comedy. It's limited by its audience. It's Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party. Yeah, I think it's hard for us city slickers here in Adelaide yep. if we haven't made that journey to the Riverland yet uh, to really understand what they're going through. And it's so widespread. It's not just the local residents. There are people who have their shacks and weekenders down there. There's the tourist uh, tourism operators. Mm-hmm. There's the local businesses. It's just so widespread and we, we're feeling very helpless. Clearly an iconic part of South Australia. Mm. Absolutely. And obviously for produce and businesses, as you yeah. said, as well as people holidaying. And I know that uh, many of you perhaps got shacks up there or friends with shacks, you may have spent some of the best times of your lives growing up on the river. Yeah. So with so much going on, and you know, Beckham, someone was telling me the other day that the damage that is going on up there and what we're going to start to really see revealed as the levels subside is more extensive and going to be a bigger cleanup than what the Kangaroo Island bushfires were. Wow. And I had no idea because no. you think, yeah, bushfires ravish what they go through. But the water is soaked into so many things here. Yeah. And I know that the uh, government have been trying to help out as much as possible, but it's such a challenging period. So it's going to be tough for a lot of people to have the chance to get down to the Garden of Unearthly Delights and really enjoy the fringe mm. during Feb and March. So we thought, well, let's take the best of the Garden of Unearthly Delights to the Riverland for one night so that everyone up there can let their hair down, enjoy themselves. And at least have a bloody good belly yeah, laugh. have a bit of a laugh and just get your mind off things for a little while. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. SAFM's Beck and Soda are taking the laughs to the locals. It's Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party. Oh, and it's free, we should mention. These yeah. are free, this is a free concert. Gala free event. Party. We are taking the very best of the Garden of Unearthly Delights. And when you think of Fringe, you think of the Garden of Unearthly Delights because that is the heartbeat of the Fringe. Mm. The best acts are in the Garden of Unearthly Delights. 
because it's been so tough in the Riverland, we are going to grab the best of the garden. We're going to take it up there. Now, I can tell you, Beck, it is going to be on Monday evening, mm-hmm. Monday afternoon, Monday evening, the 20th of Feb. So that is Monday week. Oh, that's... We better get organised. Where are we going? Uh, we are going to the Renmark Oval, home, of course, to the mighty Renmark Rovers Footy Club. It is going to be absolutely huge. Now, the tickets are free, but you need to register because we've got to make sure with our numbers and make sure that everything's going well. Yeah. The lineup is magnificent. It is going to be absolutely sensational. Monday, 20th of Feb, Riverland Garden Party at the Renmark Oval. It is going to be awesome. You know who we need to speak to right now? Well, we need to make sure the garden's all across it. Absolutely. <laughs> and we have been working with the wonderful Michelle Buxton. She's the producer and the owner, but we like to call her the head gardener uh... because that is exactly what she does. Michelle, thank you for joining us. We are absolutely pumped. So exciting. I, I just, um, I can't wait. I, I really think it's going to be a very fun night and um absolutely thrilled that we could um, gather up some of our all-time favourite garden artists and bring them with us to the Riveland. Now, Michelle, what are we up to? Is this um, Garden of Unearthly Delights year number 20, 21, is it? 21. Oh, wow. well, what a way 21. to have a 21st birthday. <laughs> I know. It's perfect. So we open next week and then we'll kick it into full gear on Monday, the following Monday with the gala. Essentially, the Garden of Unearthly Delights is the heartbeat of the Fringe. There's no doubt about that. You've got a great list of people performing in the coming month or so. But who's going to come away with us? Because we've got some big names. Yeah, we sure do. I'm very delighted to um, inform you all that Tom Gleeson is coming. Yes. Uh, we've got beautiful comics, Harley Breen, Ivana Ristigessa, Marcus Birdman from Best of the Edfest, who yep. is a sensation. And I think you know him because he came with us to the KI Benefit. He did. did yeah, that'd be great. Um, so he's he's fabulous. Um, Dave Thornton is coming. Beautiful um, Kiwi, uh, Laser Kiwi, New Zealand circus performers will be with us. So we've got a really good troupe of uh, all-round all great performers. We're going to need a big bus. So, oh, we'll <laughs> a big bus. Oh, yes. Michelle, this is fantastic because essentially this is like the best sample plate of the garden that we're going to take up to some people that have been doing it so bloody tough in the Riverland. Yeah, and the thing is, Soda, you know, I have enjoyed many a good holiday on that river mm. in South Australia. Mm. I love the Riverland really deeply and I, I feel so, so sad for the hard times they're having because flood is really awful and it's very mm. slow to re- to rebound from. So yeah. it's bad for business, it's bad for residents, it's hard work. So we are hoping we can bring give everyone one night off and have one good night mm. of all-round fun to make their journey a little bit easier. And Michelle, when you approach these artists individually, what was their response to your request? Oh, every single person immediately said yes. Um, Because, you know, there have been floods all over the country. Everyone's aware of how hard it is. Um, And everyone wants to help. So this is what we do. This is how we can help. It is going to be absolutely magnificent, Michelle. I'm so excited. I'm just excited for getting the bus up there. Because how much fun is that going to be? Just best time ever. <laughs> it'd be brilliant just to get everyone pumped up and fired before they do these wonderful performances for everyone in the Riverland. Yeah, I, I can't wait, Soda. It's going to be fun all round. Well, thank you, Michelle, for saying uh, yes to our crazy plans and jumping on board straight away. We and the people of the Riverland are so grateful to you. I can't wait, and I'm very excited about going to the Riverland again because it's been a little while for me. Right, now we've just got to work out how we're going to put all this together, okay? <laughs> no worries, mate. <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> Big there names. We go. Oh, awesome. Tommy Gleeson.
Um, hey, now, Beck, I can tell you that to get tickets, you need to go to safm.com.au and straight up there on our front page there, it says Riverland Garden Party. Mm-hmm. Click on there, but tickets will not be released until 10 a.m. Okay. So quickly stick it in the diary now, 10 a.m. So you've yep. got, uh, what do we got, an hour and a half to get yourself ready and sorted. You need to book the tickets. It's free, but we need to know, obviously, how many people are there. Yeah. Um, what about the lineup? Yeah, I mean, these people, they're big stars. People like Tom Gleason don't have to do these performances. No. They are good eggs. Uh, Harley Breen, another yep. big one. Harley Breen is an absolute cracker. He is going to join us next and tell us all about this great event. SAFM's Beck and Soda. So you've met my eldest, my 19-year-old Grace. You met her at the tennis. Certainly have, yes. Um, oh, and her boyfriend Bram was there. Yes, he was. Yes. yes. So um, Bram. Bram. The, the Christian the, name. The name is slightly unusual. B-R-A-M. Like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. He must be, there must only be two Brams on the planet, is there? <laughs> it is he an, and Bram it Stoker. Is a rare name. What a lovely, um, unusual individual name. They have been dating now for two years, which is quite a long time, at, you know, in the teenage years. Um, they're quite serious. He's at our house a lot. They're about to travel together this year. So ages again? Uh, 19, she's 19, she's, he's 20. And they've been together two years. Yeah. Do you get the feeling that she thinks this is... I think she thinks he's wow. the one, which is great if he is. Um, no, no, <laughs> I do not. I do not. I love word. him. I love him. And I know okay, his mum listens from um, Pinaru. What's mum's name? Um, Lel. Hello. Hello. How are you? Um, so yes, I do see them being together. I just the only th- the only regret for me is I think sometimes you need to, you know, what? So you wild oats well, a little bit before Well, rather than going you... to Angus and Robinson and purchasing the book, the... go to the library and have a look around for a while. Well, and rather than read the same novel for the rest of your life, but okay. that's no, that's good. Anyway, so uh, we love him. He's part of the family. But Great. I had some words with him last night, and I think what, like he might be angry. Angry words. words. I think he. I think he might be scared of me now. Really? Which the rest of my family is. So welcome, Bram, to how what they feel about me. Basically, we had our veranda repainted this week. It's mm-hmm. something that I had booked in late last year and you know we had all that torrential rain. Yep. It's it's a project that I've wanted to do for a long time. Brilliant. Looks good. It looks great. I was so happy with it. I said to the painter when he left, Do you have a wet paint sign that you can put on the steps? And he didn't, but he put a Big, a big tin of paint mm. right at the base of the stairs. Mm. The stairs were shiny and fresh, and also you can smell fresh paint. Of course you can. I thought it was glaringly obvious that mm. it was a fresh. Also, the colour was completely different. Right. It was light grey, and then it was dark grey. It was so different. Yeah, mate, details. Details, seriously. <laughs> details I, that I, men, I, like Bram, clearly don't notice. I would not notice if it's gone from light grey to dark grey. And to be honest, if I saw the paint can, I'd go, oh my God, why have they left that there? Right. Okay. Well, you and Bram have a lot in common, mm. it seems. Because I put a text message out to our family chat group, which Bram isn't on. Maybe I need to add it. You're him. already getting angry as you're telling me <laughs> the story. Because I can't believe he did this. Oh God, I feel sorry Maybe for he's already. not smart enough for my daughter. Oh! <laughs> oh I put a message out. I said, remember, the paint is wet. You can't oh. walk on it for 24 hours. Then I get home and I see that Bram is there, and then I look out and I see that his shoes oh, no. are on the wet paint on the veranda, and I go, Bram, <clears throat> um, oh, I'm no. assuming that you came around the side gate and didn't walk on the freshly painted veranda, oh. and he go, his face, he goes, oh, oh, no, S- sorry, I walked on oh, the paint. No. And, I, and then I said to Grace, didn't you tell him the paint was wet? She was like, no, and then she starts turning on him. No. She goes, Bram, you idiot. He got both no. barrels. So both of us are going him, how could you walk oh, on the no. wet veranda? 
Really? And he's like, I'm so sorry, Beck. And he never he never uses my name. He's like, Beck, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, this poor kid. <laughs> this poor well, kid. Uh, look, Bram, I've got some advice for you, mate. <laughs> if you really want to know if this is going to work, right, with the lovely Grace, mm. there's a crystal ball to look into. <laughs> yeah. It's called Look at the Mother-in-Law <laughs> and all will be revealed. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck, I'm a very, very concerned. There's a bit going on right now, and it involves our building. We're at 70 Franklin Street in the city. Beautiful building. We're on the 13th floor, so looking outside now, what are we, 25 past six, it's dark. We can't really see much, um, but as the uh, the sun comes up, we really get a beautiful look at the city waking up. We can up. see the central market. Yeah, We've brilliant, got a spot up here. Brilliant. The only problem is, uh, here at 70 Franklin Street, I've discovered we're also... Uh, we house home affairs, the yeah. government department. Mm. And I'm looking here in the paper, it says review into spy cameras. And when we're looking online, um, there's a big picture of our building and it's got spy mm. cameras. I'm thinking, what's going on? We're littered in this building with these um, Chinese spy cameras. And the SA government, Mally, our premier, has turned around and said, well, this Chinese owned tech, we're very concerned because. They think that it might be spying on us. Oh. Yeah, well, after the whole weather balloon controversy yep. that got shot down over the US, yeah, Absolutely. it's a bit of a worry. So in state government buildings, they reckon there's around 1,000 Chinese Communist Party-linked devices Ooh. that are in operation around Australia, uh, many of them here in this town, including our building. Ooh. Should we be nervous and concerned? I've got no issue with being under surveillance. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> Are you, what's Because you're making, what's that thing now where people pay money? Fans only? Yeah. Is that only like fans. fans. Only fans? <laughs> right, this is what's going on. Essentially, the Chinese are using you as an only fans They could fans be zooming channel. in on my feet. People have asked for pictures of my feet before online. What do you mean? Offered to, I've been offered money for photos of my feet. What? Yeah, I have. I've said no. What do you mean by who? But I might have to at some point go down that road. Hang on, hang on. What, what do you mean? You've People, had... half a dozen maybe men, have messaged me saying, I'll give you money for pictures of your face. Oh, bulldust. No, I'll, 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 maybe not. <laughs> so, I'll find you screenshots next on, time it happens. So Legit. essentially they see pictures of you at the beach or mm. you oh, you post a lot of pics of your legs, right? So you're getting them out and you can see your feet. Men want to, what do they want to do with the I pictures? I don't know. Okay. I don't know, and I haven't what? asked how much they'll give me yet. I haven't got to that stage. <laughs> Seriously, men want to look at your feet. Yes. It's not just fetish? my feet. A lot of my friends get the same request. There's a lot of foot fetishists out there. I suppose whatever floats your boat. Yeah. What on earth could you be getting aroused over someone's foot mm. for? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think the issue with the spy cameras here on 70 Franklin Street is um, they're actually reporting some glitches. They're actually um, reporting an unknown reflection of the camera that's allowing them not to get a good shot. <laughs> Every time you open your mouth and smile. <laughs> new teeth. <laughs> new teeth. <laughs> Who needs a flash? You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. SAFM's Beck and Soda are taking the laughs to the locals. It's Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party. Soda, big morning for us this morning, announcing that we are heading to the Riverland. It's... It's not much, but I think it'll make a bit of a difference to people who maybe cannot get away from their homes at the moment, um, and we're going to bring the garden to them. Let's be honest, life is bloody tough for everyone in the Riverland. We want to put a smile on their face, just even for it is for one night while they're going through hell up there. It is going to be Monday the 20th of Feb, which is Monday week. Absolutely brilliant. The best of the Garden of Unearthly Delights to the Renmark Football Club. You'll be able to secure your free tickets 
from 10 a.m. this morning at safm.com.au. That's when we will push the button and you can register. If you've got friends and family up in the Riverland, let them know because we want to get them on board. Renmark Oval, Monday the 20th of Feb in the evening. Names like Dave Thornton. Our headline act is Tom Gleeson, mm-hmm. Laser Kiwi and Harley Breen, who we've got on the line. Harley, thank you for agreeing to come to the Riverland with us. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. I'm definitely a lifesaver. You know, there's there's <laughs> doctors, um, there's SES, fireys, and then comedians. You know, without us, how could people survive? <laughs> That's a good point. Hey, but um, we heard little birdie told us you're not even performing in the garden and you're making Shush. a special trip <laughs> for this. Shush. Look, that is true. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think the people organising this wonderful event that couldn't be happier to be a part of it didn't know that I wasn't in the garden and they <laughs> called me up and they said, would you lend your, your time to this? And I looked around at the bugger all that I've got on <laughs> and I was like, I should probably do that. Like I've got literally no reason other than 3,000 children to <laughs> say no to this uh, and I'm more than happy to. I, I like going bush for any reason. So if it's to help people out that have had a rough time of it, I, I'm more than happy. Harley, the one thing too, I know you've got a bit of a family connection to certainly uh, going bush haven't you though yeah look i um i grew up in what what my family called the city in bundaberg in queensland <laughs> um that was we were the city family but yep. all my family are farmers and then my older brother uh has gone down that route and become um what i think is is quite a dynamic and progressive farmer he's a regenerative farmer in the goombra valley just out of warwick in queensland and um oh. You, you see them uh, really struggle through everything. I mean, they feel what the uh, the environment is throwing uh, at us all firsthand. You know, if it's not a flood, it's a drought or it's a fire or it's a mouse yeah. plague. So, um, yeah, like I said, I'm always happy to uh, lend a hand. Brilliant, mate. Now, also, too, you've got a comedy special on Paramount Plus at the moment called Flat Out. Um, That's right. What are you working on at the moment? When are we going to see you uh, back doing some touring? Well, if you if you watch that special, I'd love people to. Just a little little hint from me. You uh, you can get a Paramount special uh, seven-day trial, and my special only goes for 65 minutes. So you do the maths, <laughs> yes. you can get it in. And if you watch that, you'll see what that special is mostly about, me trying to navigate um, my gargantuan-sized family mm. um, and, and deal with the, the different challenges that children throw at you. And that hasn't stopped. Like, I just thought, you like, you put in a good year and you're done. It's like 18 years or something for each one of them. So that's what I'm flat out on at the moment. Uh, and hopefully they continue to offer up material. Like just the other day, we had a door-to-door salesperson at 6.30 in the evening. What a great time to turn up to someone's house. Mm. And I uh, wanted to know if I wanted to help out some um, some stray animals. And I said, hey, have you looked around, mate? And then I looked behind me and my five-year-old was standing there in a Hunter S. Thompson visor with nothing else on and just playing the guitar with his wang. So um, the, guy, the guy left pretty quick. Quickly, to be honest with you. <laughs> Holly, how many kids do you have? 3,000. No, I've got, I have three is the official number, but it's parent maths, right? If yeah. you've got one, you're a hobby parent. Yeah. You're the equivalent of somebody buying 10 acres, getting two cows and a donkey and going, no, I'm a farmer. No, you're not. <laughs>
<laughs> right, then you get two and it's actually 10. And then when you have three, it's 3,000. Yeah. yeah Soda and I both have three. Oh, mate. And horrible. I wouldn't we're, recommend it. <laughs> I think that jump from two to, well, the jump from none to one's enormous, but the jump from two to three, I reckon, is pretty significant. Once you've got three, you may as well have five. That's what I reckon, mate. Just keep going, man. Um, Harley Breen, we are very, very grateful with your generosity. We are going up to the Riverland. It is going to be magnificent. We're there Monday, the 20th of Feb, mate, and we are really excited. You're going to be up there with us, mate. Mate, I can't bloody wait. Uh, very looking forward to being out there with those people. Thanks, Harley. You're a good egg. We appreciate it. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Is it right? Is it wrong? Is it right or wrong to use your phone on the toilet? Now, Soda, mm. I have a question for you. Yes. Um, we had a chat on the phone yesterday. We were talking about taking uh, the Garden of Unearthly Delights up to the Riverland. Yep. We were chatting. It sounded echoey where you were. You yep. told me you were in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Were you in the kitchen when we were speaking well, on the phone? Why would you think I wouldn't be in the kitchen? <sighs> it's not a gender thing. It's just I thought I heard a flush. <laughs> what, I didn't cough loud enough when I pushed the button? <laughs> Hang on a minute. You were not. You were not on the toilet while you were having a serious work-related conversation Listen, with me. Listen, I knew if I You're revealed not that busy, to you, mate. I, I knew if I revealed to you where I was, you'd hang up and I'd have to talk to you again later. So I thought, essentially, now if I can get this chat over and done with, and we can do what we need to do, you know, I don't have to pick it up later. We can just get stuff sorted. Were you sitting or standing? Uh, sitting. Oh, uh, how I don't long? Know what's worse, to be can, honest. How, how long do you we speak for? Do you reckon? That. Six or seven minutes? Yeah, that was the whole time that I was... uh, Well, you caught me. I answered the phone. I was actually sitting there just concentrating and the phone rang and I've just gone, right, yeah, I may as well quickly... Because I knew what we had to talk about. So I thought, oh, yeah, I'll take the call now. You won't know. It won't take too long. Anyway, as we started to get in depth into the call and then you said, why is it echoing? And I said, I'm just in the kitchen at the moment because I thought tiles and all that, that'll sound the same. Um, And then we obviously got through it. But uh, as we were chatting and then I cleaned everything up oh, I, I was on, still because we were still mid chat when I had to flush so that's why I was trying yeah. to cough yeah. so oh I didn't God. think you picked that up so essentially well, I, don't ever ever do that again why not we'll be very short what's wrong with that show. as we were talking I was mid evacuation oh. <laughs> alright so I think it's pretty clear it's a wrong from Beck it's a why? right from Soda I will scroll on the gram don't get me wrong I'll look at my phone but I won't take a phone call really yeah what's wrong with you I'm a lady. 30, 13, 10, 60. <laughs> right or wrong to use your phone just while you're involved in your business? Come on. Everyone knows it's Everyone does it. Have you been busted? Has someone well, you know, caught you and you go, you're in the toilet? Yeah. Is your cough not loud enough when you <laughs> press the, the flush? But it's not just the flush. It's the splash as well. <laughs> That's very true. Is it right? Is it wrong? Is it right or wrong to use your phone on the toilet? I just discovered that during a phone conversation that Soda and I had yesterday, work-related, um, that you what? were on the throne. I, I can multitask, mate. I'm able to yes. do two things at once. I don't. Well, most of the stuff you were telling me belonged in there anyway, so it didn't really matter. Man. All right. What We're have you asking, got? 131060, right or wrong to use your phone while you're on the toilet? Um, what about Cindy and her husband? They're at odds here. Cindy said, uh, my hubby thinks the loo is an internet cafe, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Which is brilliant. All right. Christy in Blakeview, right or wrong to use your phone on the loo? 
soda. It's wrong. You, no, that's just gross. Isn't wrong, it? wrong, wrong, wrong. Yep. That's why, Christy? Gush. Why? 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 Just cut this. Put the phone away for two minutes. I don't need to hear plop plop in the background <laughs> while you're talking to me. Um, <laughs> Christy, what about your partner? Yeah. Yeah, he does. See, oh. or he doesn't do the number twos, but you can hear a stream happening. And it's like, oh, um, Christy, be honest though. Do you ever like have a little cheeky scroll of Facebook or? No, I, no, I would no. never take the phone. The least the things I take to the toilet, the better. I don't even sit on a toilet seat, so I'm not taking my phone with me. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good point. I'm certainly like that. You know, when you're on a public toilet, oh, yeah, never sat on a public toilet seat in my life. So I would never take my phone into a public toilet because I very rarely use them. Do you do you hover over the top when you have to? Yeah, I squat. You s- I squat like I'm about to do a um, ski jump. Oh, okay, Mr. Strong yeah. Quads over there. Well, I have to. It's better that than getting a dirty bump. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Nadine in Aberfoyle Park, right or wrong to use your phone on the loo? It is absolutely wrong. It's disgusting. Soda, no offence, but that you're feral. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Nadine, if you give me your number, I'll give you a call at 9.05 today if you're interested. Oh, he's regular. Is that why you're always late for that meeting? <laughs> All right, Nadine, why don't you do it? Okay, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I used to until I knew better. Yeah. Um, with all those poo particles floating around. Um, yes. And also my baby has my phone a lot of the time. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't justify that. That it's Yeah, no, it's wrong. It's disgusting. It's full okay. for germs, so... Nadine, thank you so much for the call. I tell you what, there's a lot of self-righteous people here that think this is wrong. Where's all the rights? Mel from Salix, right or wrong? Wrong. Oh, what happened? 100% wrong. Really? 100% wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My husband will sit on the toilet for at least 40 minutes to an hour on his phone, whether he's scrolling Facebook, watching videos. He will call me to come over so he can show me a video. No! (laughs) It's disgusting. He's got busy time. He must be uh, lots of things. (laughs) It's a good thinking time, though, Mel, surely. I don't know. I don't know. When you're sitting there looking at Facebook, is there much to think about? Well, that's a good point, Mel. Um, I've got to say, though, but you know sometimes like you did that sort of 40-minute to an hour, because I like to take the paper in on the weekends too and, oh, and read that gosh. in there. I've even taken the work paper in uh, here. You haven't. Absolutely. And just drop it back on your desk. <laughs> um, but I sometimes sat on there for so long I end up with a dead leg and I've got to wake my leg up once I've finished to get up and start that slapping it. can't be it healthy for yeah. your bot-bot. Right. Um, Ali in Aberfoyle Park, right or wrong to use your phone on the toilet? Uh, sorry, Beck, I'm with soda. I absolutely use my phone. If I've got business to attend to, I can do two things at once. That's my phone. So Two lots yeah, of business. No, I'm good with it. I'm good with <laughs> good it. Good on you, Ali. Hey, when, when life's tough and you've got to juggle a whole lot of things, sometimes you've just got to be able to multitask. Oh. Well, that's exactly right. Yeah, mm. two things at once. God, you're a sharp cookie, Ellie. You're a very intelligent woman. Right, well, do you want to get the definitive uh, right or wrong on this? Dr. Letitia, we've got a doctor in the house. Uh, Okay, Doc, right or wrong? Oh, absolutely no, not wrong. (laughs) Completely wrong, yes. Letitia, is that because there's particles floating in the air that can be an issue, or what's the reason why it's wrong? Well, normally our muscles and everything down there um, are coordinated to make us poo properly. Mm -hmm. But if we sit down there for too long, it can confuse everything in our bottom end and cause a disruption of that normal cycle and can even lead to things like piles. What? Wow. Yeah. What about if it's just a wee, Letitia? Well, a wee, a wee is the same. You're in the same environment, so you're still touching everything in there, and then you touch the phone, and then you take your phone out, and you might sit your phone on the kitchen bench or the 
table in the, you know, the dining table or something, and it's covered in all those poo bacteria. Oh, if you've got a good cycle, it should only take you a few minutes to have a poo in and out. Um, anything more than 10 minutes is really excessive, okay. I would say. Mm. Mm. Good on you, Dr. Letitia. Thank you so much. Oh, well, You're going to change your ways? Not sure how much she knows. Well, <laughs> do you know what, Soda? The people of Adelaide are with you. Our poll on the socials, yes. 72% of respondents agree with you. It's right to use really? your phone on the toilet. I actually read that wrong. Can I have a look at that poll? It's a win. Wow. I actually was looking at it the other way. I thought 72 were saying that it's mm, wrong. No. Oh, what? good on you, Adelaide. There you go. Please, Don't you ever, ever call me again while you're backing one out. You can... Give me call around noon today. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh! Look at these trending topics. Soda, I love magazines. If you come yes. to my house, there is a pile of magazines that I can't bring myself to throw out. That's almost as tall as me. Do you know one thing I have noticed though is that there's not a lot of magazines nope. around now nope. because of everything online, which I find really sad. I used to love going to a news agent. I could spend half an hour wandering around flicking through mags, Me but they're too. just not there. Me too. I think there might be different magazines. Um, but <laughs> Real Living, one of my favourites I've just found out is going online. InStyle um, has an online edition, and I was pretty interested to see the cover girl. Mm. She's hot. Who is it? I'm going to show you a picture. Tell me if you know who that is. Oh, that's awesome. That's um, Chili. Chili from, from Bluey. Bluey. The yeah, cartoon mum. There's a cartoon edition of InStyle, a cartoon front page with Chili Healer on the front. Did you notice too, um, we know they do that Macy's Parade in New York. Is it Thanksgiving? No, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And they have all those massive balloons mm. going down mm -hmm. Fifth Avenue, I think it is. Mm -hmm. um, there was a huge Bluey one a couple of weeks ago. That is just See, phenomenal. I don't understand the hype. My kids are, are too old for Bluey, so I don't understand oh, why it's so big. I watch it with my kids nonstop. Oh, really? They love it. Um, and even uh, I noticed last night, I was doing a little bit of shopping, very unusual, but Bluey pizza snacks. Wow. Yeah, Bluey is everywhere. Whoever well, came go. up with that, and I love the fact that the voices on it are just the most ochre voices that you could ever hear. No wonder they love it in America. There you go. Well, congratulations to CoverGirl Chili Heel mm. on the cover of Install. Okay, Valentine's Day is coming up. If you are single and you live in London, there is an opportunity to, if you're not having any luck with people on this earth, is to connect with a ghost, to date a ghost on Valentine's Day. You say goat? A ghost. Oh. Well, you know, there's a whole joke around people ghost now, you know, like if they don't turn up. Like if you oh, have yeah. a date with someone, they disappear, they ghost, go. Yeah. So, yeah. so basically you go to the London dungeon and a spirit communicator and practicing witch, Madame Celeste, connects with the afterlife and conjures a ghost so you have a date on Valentine's Day. Um, what? So you stand there or sit there. And you have there, like a seance and, and then they you bring, connect. And they bring the ghost in. Yeah. They and bring, then you, you, have a, you have a date. You have relations with a ghost. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Do people really pay for that? I dated a ghost once. What? <laughs> he didn't have very much substance and I could see right through him. <laughs> Is that it? Is that, what, we, is that what we're doing? Really? Is that it? There it is. Oh, Lord. There it is. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Ugh, you're unbelievable. <laughs> Soda's favourite game. I love this. I love we this. make something into a pun. What yeah. have we got today? Well, this is a chance just to get your mind thinking a little laterally, and what a great way to get into the weekend. Now, because we've heard that there are some new movies coming out, Toy Story 5 and Frozen 3. I mean, yeah. leave them alone. 
Let it go. Correct. Let it, Let it go. Stop making them. You don't need to. Frozen's great. Frozen 2's good. That's enough. Stop wrecking the films in the early sequels. So what we want you to do is be a little creative, and we want you to ruin the name of a kid's film. Okay? Yeah. So just go a little outside the box, Beck. You've been working hard over the last half hour. Okay. I'm not sure whether this is my best. Yes. <clears throat> Instead of Stuart Little, yep. Stuart Normal Sized. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's good. I like it. What? It's funny. How can you give that a ding? No, that's a ding. What have you Stuart got? Stuart Normal Size. <laughs> Although I suppose it wouldn't be that great a film, would it? No. It wouldn't have the same sort no. of pull for children. No. Um, well, what about this one? Oh, I've got one. Yeah. Um, this cartoon, Angry Birds. What about Angry Turds? <laughs> yeah, there we that's... go. Is that okay? You're pun believable. Definitely talking movies here because there is a sequel to Toy Story and Toy Story 2. It's now Toy Story 3. We're up to Toy... Toy no, Story 5 Toy is about Story to come 5. out. Just let it go. Do you know um, Toy Story 4 is the one with little Forky? Forky's pretty that's funny. fantastic. Yeah. I think that's the best Toy Story. Um, but you don't need to make a 5. You don't need to make a Frozen 3. So we are ruining the name of kids' movies with our pun believer. We'll just think a little outside the square. 13, 10, 60 if you've got one. Beck. Right, what do you got? Come on, you've been well, working on these okay. for a while. I started out time. cleanly. Oh, no. Uh, and oh, then I y- took it to the toilet. Are you? Is this going to be another poo type I scenario? I like talking. Seriously. I, okay, what about this? Instead of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, no. Charlie and the Carob Factory. Because <laughs> 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 it ruins chocolate. <laughs> 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 All right, and then, and then my poo ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Cat Shat in the Hat. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Oh, hello. And, and Horton has a poo. <laughs> and Horton has a poo. I love that. Cat All right, one. that's it. That is brilliant. Uh, producer Rach. Hello, this is very relatable for our lovely ladies every month. Lady and the Cramp. <laughs> yes, normalised period nice. chat. Yes, Queen. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't know. Do you have a drum roll there, JB? Because the boss Flack has come in, and for the last half hour, I can see his computer screen from where we sit in the studio. He's been Googling movies non He's supposed to be doing rosters. Beck and Soda, I love this segment. What have you got? Okay, um, this might be a little bit edgy. Um, being that he was so overexcited in the whole movie, um, Roger Coke Habit. Oh. <laughs> That's early. Am I in like trouble that. with that one? No, I like oh, it. Okay. I, I don't know. You're the boss. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, can I tell you this one? Uh, producer Nicole has said, I think I need to go last because she said, oh, I've got a cracker. Well, well, after the boss just had that wild mm-hmm. one, I'm like, okay, mine's not so bad now. Yeah. It's, it's not beauty and the bestiality, is it? <laughs> no, you that was the other one of the bosses. Sorry. You can't? It's okay. done now. Uh, yeah. Sorry I've about that. I've got a few, but I'm just going to rip straight into it. Yeah. The nut sucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, eh? Get out. I hope there are no kids. Yeah, I do apologise for well, that. It is, it is a Friday. Well, it's like, when you say Toy Story 5's coming out, what about adult Toy Story 5? <laughs> Sounds like my top Bruce. drawer. Jeez, <laughs> oh, what is going <laughs> on this morning? You started it. Yeah. Okay, Bruce. I have uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stoner. Oh, that's good. Yes. And uh, Drug Willy references. Wanker and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Willy. Oh, oh, Wanker oh, and the Chocolate oh, Factory. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I don't know. I'm not sure. People today. Sorry if you're taking JB, kids to I just had. I might really tame the secret life of pests. Oh, that's you know? not bad. Yeah. That's and can't sing. Which yeah. is yeah. a thing. Yeah, well, yeah that's no, right. very PG. You can have yeah. unhappy feet. Yeah, nice. Scooby Don't. Yes. Oh, no, That's What about, oh, you know, Aladdin? A lad in jail because he was naughty? Yeah, cool. 
No. Right. Don't get better, um, Dick. What are we finishing terrible. up on? Uh, we've got, no, we've got Luke oh. from Monopara. We've got Luke there. Yeah, we can go Where to are you, Lukey? Sure, there, you go. there we go. Lukey, what have you got for us? Yeah. You got a pun? I do. It's Harry Potty learning the potty train. Oh, Harry okay. Potty. Yeah, Harry Potty. Potty. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's right. Um, uh, what about Casper the Friendly Goat? Yep. Does that wreck things? Yep. Yeah, yeah. um, Mary Poppins Pills? <laughs> oh, I've got one. I've got one. I've got one to finish. You got another one? Or no, I, have, I only had What three. about Cloudy with a chance of my balls? <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. A new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app. SAFM.